Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, August 14th, 2023. I'm Mike Achapoli. Okay, beginning of another week. Hope everyone had a good weekend, relaxed, enjoyed the uh, late summer weather. You know, it's been a it's been a very odd summer here in San Francisco. I mean, it hasn't been cold. Usually, it's it's cold here in the summer. And August is usually the coldest month. I know people around the country, including my friends in New York, don't get it when I tell them that. But it is because it's the hottest month everywhere else. But no, it hasn't been here. It's actually been very mild. It's been very mild. It's been very warm during the day and mild at night, which is rare. You know, so it's been an oddly mild to warm summer here in San Francisco. Um, Mark Twain's old quote, the coldest winter I ever spent was the summer in San Francisco. Did he really say that? I can't believe it. I really can't. Of course, I think summers used to be colder and foggier here than they are now. But I can't believe that Mark Twain wouldn't have spent a, <laughs> a really cold winter somewhere. Uh, that was a lot worse than the summers in San Francisco. But he's from the South, wasn't he? Who knows? Maybe. You never know what people really say, right? You never know what people, these quotes from hundreds of years ago, decades ago, you don't know. We don't really know. Do we really know? We weren't there. We weren't their friends. We don't know what they said. We just trust what people write in the history books. What are people going to write? This is a good transition here. What are people going to write in the history books about Donald John Trump? This is an interesting one, right? It's an interesting one. Um, I was going to, earlier today, come on and talk about the Iowa State Fair. And I will talk a little bit about the uh, Iowa State Fair. You know, this is the, these fairs. I did this when I was running for Congress in Arizona. You have to go to these events. You know, you have to go to fairs, you have to go to block parties, you got to go to these weekend events, and you have to do things like Ron DeSantis did, like serve ice cream to people and and flip hamburgers and and do that kind of stuff. It sounds stupid, and it is in a way stupid, but it's what you got to do when you run for a public office. And when you're running for president, you got to do this thing in Iowa in the summer before the primary. And so it's a huge thing, right? Everyone goes to the Iowa State Fair. I wish I had been there. It looked like it was fun. I would have asked uh, DeSantis for medium rare, two slices of cheese, some ketchup, and some pickles. That's what I would have asked for. <laughs> but but um, it looked like a great time. And, and a lot of the candidates were having fun. Some were having too much fun. We'll talk about that later as well. But DeSantis was doing his thing. He was glad handing. He was talking to people. He looked very comfortable, dressed normally. He was great. You know, flipping the hamburgers, talking to the people, hanging out with the governor, so on and so forth, doing what he was supposed to do. Uh, talking to small groups of people as he went through the fair and spent several hours there. And it was a really hot August day in Iowa. And it was uh, tough. It was really hot, but he spent several hours there, right? And Trump shows up on his jet, which, by the way, if you're a Trump cult member, you paid for that, by the way. I want you to understand that. I know you think it's great. I know you think you make $10 a day and you think you should be paying for Trump's 
quarter billion dollar jet. I get it. I want to remind you that you paid for it. So he shows on his jet and he stay he, he goes for 45 minutes. All reports on the ground were that he was there for about 45 minutes, looked miserable, gave a little speech and left. Went back on his quarter billion dollar plane. Now that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not what you do when you're running for president. You do what Ron DeSantis did. You even do with that scummy Vivek did. And you, uh, you know, maybe pretend you're a regular person and you rap. You know, there's nothing that annoys me more than a white person. Actually, there is something that annoys me more than a white person acting like a black person when they do rap. Rap is black. Okay, it comes from the black culture. And I like rap. I think rap really works good in movies. Uh, on the on the uh, soundtrack score, and I like rap stuff, but it's it's comes from the inner city, comes from the African American inner city. That's where it comes from. Okay, there were people like Eminem who were white and were really good at it. Fine, but most white people when they try to rap look like fucking idiots. They look like morons. But there's a group that looks even worse. And that's Indians when they try to rap, when an Indian <laughs> tries to act like a black person, it looks totally fucking ridiculous. And that's what Vivek was doing. He was doing his rapping at the at the at the Iowa State Fair. And he looked like an idiot doing it. And this is like, you know, me trying to be a, a real person. I get you. I get you. I can. I'm going to rap. I'm not going to do what the usual politician does. I'm going to be young and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to show you how young and how young and in and I get it, baby. And I'm going to rap for you. This guy is such a grifter. It's disgusting. But at least he w didn't just show up for five minutes and leave on his jet, which is what Donald Trump did. OK, and he was miserable the whole time. There were reports that <laughs> some staffer who was kind of fat went and grabbed four pork chops you know i guess at these fairs if you've been to like a renaissance fair you know you can grab those turkey legs which are absolutely disgusting and walk around and eat them so at the fair i guess you could <laughs> they had pork chops that you could walk around with and eat and so the staffer went to grab like four pork chops and evidently there was some gravy that dripped on his shirt like i don't mind the staffer was fat but i don't mind it it's a fair right come on it's a fair so you're going to go and uh, and you're going to eat. You're going to enjoy yourself. And so he went and he grabbed a few pork chops. I don't know if they were all for him. And a little bit of gravy seemed to drop on his shirt. And it visibly annoyed Trump. By all reports, this visibly, you can imagine this would visibly annoy Trump. Trump probably got him back in the plane and said, you fat fuck, what are you doing? So Trump was miserable the whole time. He's very heavy. He's getting heavier. He might have diabetes, who knows, but he was face was red. It was really hot. He was sweaty, didn't look good, didn't seem to want to be there. In other words, it seemed as though in his mind, there were one of two things going on. One is he truly believes he has this wrapped up, so he shouldn't have to do all of these annoying things like meet the real people. Or look, he doesn't really want, and this is what I believe. Because, by the way, the internal polls that we've been hearing say that the race is not at all, not over at all. It's very tight. But I think he just doesn't want the job. He wants to raise money and he needs to raise more money now 
for his defense. So he needs to stay in this to raise money for his defense, to stay out of jail. He doesn't really want the job of president anymore. So he doesn't, So he's going through the motions. It's obvious Trump is going through the motions. But what's so funny and hypocritical about his cult is that they have his cult have told us for eight years now that Trump is a man of the people. He's against the deep state. He's against the establishment. He's fighting for us. He's a real person. And yet those same fucking people were criticizing DeSantis for flipping burgers, for doing what you're supposed to do by actually like being one of the people. And they were praising Trump for having a quarter billion dollar jet and saying DeSantis is a loser for not flying in on a quarter million dollar jet. These people that want you to believe that Trump, his his power is that he's the energy of the he's he's the man of the people. So the man of the people flies in on a quarter million dollar, quarter billion dollar jet for 45 minutes and flies back out. But DeSantis, who's there for hours flipping burgers, he's a loser. This is how crazy these people are. This is how it's insane that something's wrong with DeSantis because he stayed there and he doesn't have a $250 million jet. Well, at the same time, these people are saying that's what they're supposed to hate. I thought that's what they hated. The corporate bureaucracy, establishment, cryptocracy, whatever the fuck they call it. And yet they're praising Trump for this. And they're deriding DeSantis for doing what you're supposed to do and actually working his ass off trying to get elected president. But they're in a cult. So Trump could take a giant shit on all their heads from 30,000 feet. And they were like, oh, 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 please give us more. Give us more. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just astonishing. It's absolutely astonishing. I need a psychiatrist to write a book about this so I can understand it better. Because I can describe it. I can hate it, I can get angry at it, but I don't get it. I just don't get it. You know, Trump could actually, remember he made that statement, he could shoot people in Times Square and he wouldn't lose any voters. Like I said, the most honest thing and truest thing he's ever said. I'll go one step further. This is how sick this is. This is like, this is like um, uh, uh, Jonestown. Trump could kill all of his supporters. I'm not saying he would or will, relax, but he could. And they would say, well, we deserved it because we didn't do enough for you. This is a very, very sick cult. It is. It's one of the sickest, it's one of the sickest followings I've ever seen in my life. It really is. It's very sick and very ill. Um, but there's a story bigger than the Iowa State Fair. The Iowa State Fair was the biggest, you know, uh, event over the weekend. But what happened today was uh, indictment number four was handed down. This is the Georgia one that we knew was imminent, but it is just astonishing. It's astonishing in its, in its, in its reach, in its severity. Uh, Rico statues, you know, Rico was developed for the mob, right? Right, the Rico statue, this was like a mob thing. And uh, this was uh, Trump and Giuliani are two of the people who have been charged with the Rico statute violations. I will read this. The New York Times 
thank God, does this annotated thing. And they've been going through it for the last several hours since all these indictments were handed down, trying to break down what the indictments are. And uh, Piers Morgan, who's certainly no leftist, who's no, he's not a Trump cultist, and he's not, you know, he doesn't have Trump derangement syndrome either, came out and said, these are very serious charges. If you or I were charged with this, this would put us in jail if we were convicted for life. For life. It would put a young person in jail for life, let alone an 80-year-old. So it was very, once again, let me, let me get this straight. This is very serious stuff. It doesn't matter if you believe it's politically motivated, if they wouldn't have charged most regular people with this. It doesn't matter. The indictments are incredibly severe. Folks, look, everyone's got to cut their shit on this. One indictment, getting one grand jury in one jurisdiction to indict Trump on a few charges. Okay, I get it. But this is now four, and there might be a fifth soon. This is four grand juries in four very different jurisdictions, right? You got New York, you got D.C., you got Florida, and you got Georgia, okay? And four very different jurisdictions that have now indicted Trump on a hundred plus charges, a hundred plus charges. So where there's smoke, there's fire. We've heard of that, right? There's so much smoke here. You choke to death. So at some point you got to say, you know, there could be a lot to this stuff. These are, these are, once again, four very distinctive grand juries in four very different jurisdictions. Four different indictments on 100-plus charges now, okay? Maybe the guy is actually a crook. Maybe he was a crook during his business days, and then he was also a crook during his president days. Does that make sense? If someone's a crook in business for 60 years, it's very possible Right. The logical extension of that is they didn't stop being a crook when they became the most powerful person in the world. They continued to be a crook when they became the most powerful person in the world. Doesn't that make fucking sense? Isn't that common sense? A grand jury in Fulton County, Georgia, on Monday unveiled the fourth criminal indictment. A former President Donald J. Trump, like a federal indictment early in this month, the one concerns Mr. Trump's efforts to overturn his 2020 loss. But it differs in that it charges 18 other defendants who are alleged to have taken part in the scheme. This is like a mob boss being indicted and all of his um, uh, cohorts being indicted also, right? The capos, the lieutenants. 18 others being indicted with him. So this is like a huge mob family or families all being indicted. Um, let's go through a little bit here because when you read them, you're like, wow, I got I to gotta find out more about this, right? Because it sounds really <laughs> intense. Uh, Donald John Trump. Let's just, the names of the people are Trump, Giuliani, Eastman, Mark Meadows, Chesbro, Cheesy Bro, Jeff Clark, Leanna Ellis, Ray Stalling Smith III, Robert David Chile, Michael Roman, and James Schaefer. David James Schaefer. I haven't. I don't know all of them. I don't know. I don't know most of them. Um, so they're not all big names, right? They're not all big political 
targets. The ones I know the most are Trump, Giuliani, Eastman, and Meadows, right? Okay. So uh, the first <laughs> charge, this is the RICO statute. And this is who was charged with the RICO? Just three of them. It was Trump, Giuliani, and Meadows that were charged with the RICO. Okay. Violation. And this is violation of the Georgia RICO Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations. That's what it's called, RICO. Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations. So it was developed because of the mob. And I'll talk in a second about how mob, how mob, how Trump acted like a mob boss. Right? My friend in New York, who all honestly hates Trump, he's definitely got the Trump derangement syndrome, but he's been saying since he was president, before he was president, that he acts like Johnny Friendly from On the Waterfront. Anyone remember Johnny Friendly from On the Waterfront, Lee Jacob? That's who he thinks he is. And he's got something to that. And we'll talk about that in a second. So the indictment charges Mr. Trump under Georgia state law. Unlike the two previous federal indictments he's facing for mishandling documents and attempting to overturn the election, this is significant because Trump, if reelected as president, would not be able to pardon himself. So if he's convicted of the RICO because it's Georgia, because it's state, he would not be able to pardon himself. Only someone else, I, I don't know, if, could someone else pardon him? They don't make that clear. Probably not, right? Because it's not, right, because the president can only pardon federal charges, right? So a, a president can't pardon anyone who's convicted of state charges, right? So. I think it would have to be the Georgia governor, right? So he better hope that 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 DeSantis is elected. See, this is Trump's best way to stay out of jail. I'm not sure if he gets it, if he doesn't, if he's not letting on, but it's DeSantis becoming president and pardoning him. That's the best way for him to get off of this, right? But also he'd have to ask, what the fuck's his face in Georgia there, I guess, to pardon him on this stuff a guy who he has bitch slapped left and right, didn't need Trump and won, okay? So this is the problem when you burn all these bridges, when you, when you treat people like shit that you can piss on, and then you need them later in life, they may not be there for you, right? Maybe you shouldn't treat people like shit. Maybe this is a little lesson for all of us, not just Donald John. But we shouldn't maybe treat people like shit because we might need those people later in life to help us. So he's treated the Georgia governor like shit, um, pissing on him every possible way, even saying things like Abrams would be a better governor. And now he's going to need him, Kemp, to pardon him if he's convicted of this. And he's going to need Ron DeSantis, who he constantly shits on for no particular reason other than because he dared to run against King shit. He might need him to pardon him if he becomes president. I'll say when he becomes president. So lesson in life, people, lesson in life. You would think a guy like Donald Trump by the age of 80 would have, have learned these lessons. But no, he's shit on people through his entire life. Even in business, he would burn bridges. And he went bankrupt several times, right? So this is, once again, he was a, he was a shit in the business world, and he's a shit in the political world. It's not a stretch to say that the man who was a total con artist in the business world for decades may have continued his con artistry through four years of being in politics. Not a stretch at all. 
the next one they go through here in, uh, I think, did they go through it? Yeah. Uh, well, they are going through them. Oh, it's a sprawling indictment outlining a vast racketeering conspiracy and charging a number of additional crimes, including conspiracy to commit forgery and making false statements. So I think the Times is in the, in the process of going. Mr. Meadows and Mr. Giuliani might challenge the indictment on the grounds they were forced to testify before a special grand jury in Fulton County that was previously investigating Trump's election interference. In general, prosecutors cannot force someone who's a target investigation to testify before a grand jury, though Mr. Willis's office could argue that the testimony occurred before an earlier grand jury that was investigating only and did not have, that was, that was investigating this only didn't have the power to indict. So there's that play for those guys. Um, but this is just, I mean, the charges on this. While the alleged racketeering activity comprises the meat of the indictment, prosecutors also charged 40 other crimes, including false statements, forgery, impersonating a public officer, and soliciting public officers to violate their oaths. The sprawling nature of the case was made clear not only by the 19 named defendants, but also by the inclusion of 30 unnamed, unindicted co-conspirators. The claim that Mr. Trump's allies were involved in a plan to unlawfully gain access to secure voting equipment and voter data is a new criminal allegation that the Justice Department's indictment of Mr. Trump didn't include. The first so-called predicate act of the indictment came on Election Day itself when Mr. Trump gave a speech in which he falsely declared victory. The indictment lists Mr. Trump and other defendants as members of a criminal organization, and one of that organization's acts is making false statements to legislators, both in Georgia and elsewhere. That's one reason the overt acts include items like this one, in which Mr. Meadows seeks out a telephone number for the leader of the Pennsylvania legislature. The next two acts explicitly include some of the other criminal charges against Giuliani. In this one, he's accused of soliciting public officials to violate their oaths of office. In the next, of making false statements and representations. Overall, Mr. Giuliani is charged with 13 counts. The only other person charged with that many is Trump himself. And the inclusion in the indictment of multiple tweets by Mr. Trump suggests the expansive nature of the racketeering charges. It would be difficult to prove that each tweet was a criminal act on its own, but prosecutors are suggesting that each one was part of a larger conspiracy to obstruct the election. The indictment paints a much more detailed picture of Mr. Eastman's activities than the federal indictment did. It mentioned Mr. Eatman only as a co-conspirator too there. Here, Mr. Eatman is accused of pressuring state lawmakers to overturn the election, of directly emailing them with appeals to create fake electors pledged to Mr. Trump in states he had lost. That's what I talked about with the previous indictment, the, the fake electors. While the indictments referenced Mr. Trump and Mr. Eatman seeking to enlist the chairman of the RNC, the chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel, in their scheme to create false slates of pro-Trump electors, first emerging the work of the House Select Committee that investigated January 6th, is still a big deal. It directly implicates both the former president and the Republican establishment in the plan to falsely falsely <clears throat> falsify slates of electors to the electoral college once again come up with fake electors and say no no he won not biden look here are the electors 
In retrospect, this proves to have been a particularly bad day for Giuliani. For the false statements he made at the meeting described below, he'd eventually be sued for defamation by the two election workers he accused of wrongdoing, referring to as co-conspirator one in the federal indictment of Mr. Trump over his efforts to overturn the election, and finally accused of criminal wrongdoing by Ms. Willis here in Georgia. This is all Alan Foyer writing this stuff, by the way. Uh, that one, anyway, this is John Bromwich says, this is at least the second reference to Ms. Giuliani seeking to limit any widespread knowledge of the fact that slates of electors had been convened to cast Mr. Votes for Mr. Trump. So this was Act 72. On or about the 13th day of December 2020, Kenneth Cheesebro sent an email to Mike Roman, an unindicated co-conspirator individual for identity is known to the grand jury and stated that Rudolph William Louis, that's his name, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani, oh my God, he has the same middle name I has, Louis, wants to keep this quiet until after all the voting is done in reference to December 14, 2020. A meeting of Trump presidential elected nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in fury, in, in furiance of the conspiracy. Uh, the granular detail in the indictment is extraordinary. Prosecute multiple emails and other forms of communications among members of the racketeering conspiracy that on their own would almost seem innocuous. So what they've done, really, I'll get back to this, but what they've done is, in other words, I might send an email out to someone, it'll say something, and on its own, people will say, well, what does this mean? Who cares? But when you start adding them up, when you start compiling them and adding them up, then it becomes, like I said, then it becomes a case like mob speak, right, where the mobsters are talking on the phone, they know it's being uh, tapped, and uh, and they'll say things like, yeah, we're going to meet at that place and do that thing, right? Now, on their own, if you, if you, if you on that Let's say that happen, That happens all the time when mobsters talk on the phone and they record all this stuff, hours and hours and hours of it. And the people who will want to prosecute these guys know what they're doing. But you can't present that snippet to a jury. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah we're going to meet at the market. We're going to get the fruit. They're going to say, what the fuck is that? But when you start adding it all up together and then you show the dead body, that's a different story. So that's what they've done here. They've meticulous. That's why this took years. They've meticulously gone through all these emails and put it all together and developed this, well, really theory of conspiracy, not conspiracy theory, theory of conspiracy. This indictment cites the story of the bizarre meeting on December 18, 2020 in the Oval Office at which outside advisors to Mr. Trump, like the lawyer Sidney Powell, sought to convince the former president of a plan to use the military to seize voting machines around the country and rerun parts of the election. While the episode was one of the most infamous events in the chaotic post-election period, it did not appear in the special counsel's election interference indictment of Mr. Trump. Mr. Bowers ultimately testified to congressional investigators about the price he paid for rebuffing Mr. Trump's attempts to strong on him into throwing the election his way. Mr. Bowers told the panel that he was a threat of target of threats and protests as his daughter was dying. He described how his office was inundated by over 20,000 emails and tens of thousands of voice messages and texts that made it impossible for him and his staff to communicate. 
On or about the 28th day of December 2020, Jeffrey Bossard Clark attempted to commit the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of, and it goes through the whole thing here. As part of a lawsuit filed in Georgia challenging the vote itself in that state, Mr. Trump signed a document swearing that all the information in the suit was accurate, even though his own lawyers told him it was false. This is the infamous phone call in which Mr. Trump told Mr. Raffensperger that he needed to find about 12,000 votes to win the election there. Mr. Meadows, Mr. Trump's White House chief of staff, was also on the line. On or about the second day of January 2021, Don John Trump and Mark Randall Meadows committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath of public officer in Fulton County, Georgia, by unlawfully soliciting, requesting, and opportuning Georgia Secretary of State Brad Reffensberg, a public officer, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense, a violation of oath by a public officer, by saying, hey, Brad, do what you got to do and go find those 12,000 votes. Once again, this bullshit I'm hearing on Twitter, well, this is First Amendment, free speech. No, no, you see, you see, darling, dear honey, it's not free speech for a mob boss to tell his his uh his uh his capo that he wants this guy killed because he doesn't like him that's not freedom of speech you can't say i want this guy whacked i want these people whacked because they're bothering me that's not that's not free speech never has been never will be okay (laughs) so this whole idea this is just a guy these trumpers are hilarious they're making like this is all about all of these charges all this detailed stuff is just him saying uh i was cheated i should have won Okay, you got to be a fucking idiot to think that's what this is about. And once again, all of these people who are defending Trump as though this is a First Amendment thing haven't read a tenth of what I just read to you. They haven't read any of this. They don't want to. Are they too fucking dumb or they're just they're willfully ignorant? They don't want to know all of the crimes he committed. Allegedly. Right. They don't want to know it. They want to continue to believe this was just. Like Hillary Clinton saying, oh, I, I should have, I won, I won. Or uh, someone running for Congress in some district in Missouri saying the, the election wasn't fair. I'm going to cry about it now and pout. That's not what he, that's not what this is all about. You don't get a hundred fucking charges over that. This is about the conspiracy to overturn the election. Conspiracy to strong arm people to do things. Would you want to be in a situation where you're the secretary of state and the fucking wannabe mob boss says, hey, Find me those 12,000 votes or else find me those 12,000 twisting his arm. Find me those 12,000 votes. I'm the president and I'm telling you to do it, buddy, or else you think that you think that's legal. You think that should be legal. You don't think that should be a fucking crime. Come on. Give me a fucking break. This is act 115. And what it signals is the arrival of one of the more outlandish characters included in the indictment. Trevian Cuddy, K-U-T-T-I, was a former publicist to R. Kelly and Kanye West, who became involved in seeking to pressure one of the Georgia election workers, Ruby Freeman, into cooperating with the false claims of voter fraud. Mr. Cuddy's acts are described over the next several pages of this indictment. At 7.48 p.m., uh, Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a phone call call to Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker that was unsuccessful. 
749, Floyd placed a telephone call that was unsuccessful. 749, Floyd placed a telephone call to Trevin Cuddy. At 7.53 p.m., Harris and Floyd sent a text message to Ruby Freeman. At 8.03, Trevian Cuddy placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. And this goes on and on and on and on and on. I don't see any First Amendment stuff on this. I really don't. Mr. Trump's pressure campaign on Mike Pence is a key element of both the federal election interference case against Mr. Trump and the Georgia case. Donald John, during the phone call, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman attempted to persuade Pence to reject slates of presidential electors or return the slates of electors to state legislatures. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. One of the unique plots charged in this indictment is a scheme to breach voting machines in Coffee County, Georgia, an apparent effort to gain access to the machine's software code. The plotters, including the pro-Trump lawyer Sidney Powell, apparently thought obtaining the code could help them prove that the machines had been used in a conspiracy to flip floats away from Mr. Trump to Mr. Biden. This is the unlawful breach of election equipment. They were the ones trying to fix the fucking election equipment. It's amazing they write all this stuff. Who writes all this stuff? It's crazy. I'm only on, what is this, count 12 of 41. And each count has all these other little, like, sub-paragraphs to it as well. Now, the Times is continuing to go through this. Remember, just, just, just what, about three or four hours ago. This came down. So there's a lot to go through. And I think the Times is going to have to continue to go through more of it. And you could do it yourself. You can. You know, you can actually do this. You don't have to believe what you hear on CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News. You don't have to believe what Sean Hannity tells you, or Mark Levin, or Rachel Maddow, or Lawrence O'Donnell. You can actually go on and read it all yourself. You can actually do that. You have that ability. Believe me, if I can do it, you can do it. And I'll continue to check in here through, as we go through the week, as they can have to go through all this stuff. But these are basically the, the charges here. These are the charges. Violation of the RICO stat, statute, solicitation of violation of oath by public officer, false statements in writings, false statements in writings, solicitation of violence of oath by public officer, solicitation of violence of oath by public officer, false statements in writings, impersonating a public officer, Conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer, forgery in the first degree, and conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, false statements in writings, conspiracy to commit false statements in writings, criminal attempt to commit filing false documents, conspiracy to commit filing false documents, forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, false statements in writings, conspiracy to commit false statements in writings, a criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses. We know Trump loves doing that. Continues to do it, by the way. Criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses. Criminal attempt to commit false statements and ratings. Solicitation of violence of oath by public officer. False statements and writings. False statements and writings. False statements and writings. False statements and do- false document filing. Solicitation of violence of oath. I can go on and on. Conspiracy to commit election fraud. Conspiracy to commit election fraud. Influencing witnesses. Conspiracy to commit computer theft. That was the trying to fix the 
the, the ballots, the machines, conspiracy to commit computer trespass that was trying to get the codes to get into the machines, conspiracy to commit computer invasion of privacy, conspiracy to defraud the state, solicitation of violence of votes by public officer, false statements and writings, false statements and writings, and finally, perjury. Once again, Georgia, D.C., New York, Florida, for very distinct jurisdictions, for very distinct grand juries, over 100 charges. Trump is such an egomaniac that he doesn't get it. He has a real shot to beat this by backing Ron DeSantis. Well, I don't know if Ron DeSantis even wants his backing at this point, but getting out, letting Ron DeSantis be the nominee. I don't think he needs to get out. Ron DeSantis is going to kick his ass regardless. But this is the best way for Trump to stay out of jail. Now, if I'm his lawyer and I actually care about him and I want my client not to rot in jail for his last miserable years, I'd say, look, buddy, your best shot is for Ron DeSantis to be president and pardon you of all the federal charges. And then maybe, maybe, maybe you can beg your friend, your former friend, Kemp, right? Kemp in, uh, in Georgia, who you shit on so much to uh, pardon you in the uh, Georgia case. I don't know. I, 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 maybe as Republicans, maybe as a Republican, a fellow Republican, maybe Kemp will pardon him if he's convicted in Georgia, which he will be. Look, anyone who's a, a Trump supporter who thinks that Trump is not going to get convicted with over 100 charges, he's not going to get convicted on at least some of them, enough of them to, to carry sentences of the rest of his life in jail. You're insane. Absolutely insane. The route of Trump being the nominee and then Biden winning or Newsom winning or Harris winning, which is what will happen for sure, uh, will not get Trump pardoned. Biden is not going to pardon Trump. Kamala Harris is not going to pardon Trump. Gavin Newsom is not going to pardon Trump. So one of them wins and he goes to jail for the rest of his life. The only chance he has is for Ron DeSantis to become president. That's it. Donald Trump, it's absurd to think that Donald Trump is becoming president again. It's absolutely absurd. Truly, truly, I mean, guffaw-inspiring absurd to think Donald Trump is going to become president again. It's not going to happen. So two things will happen. A Democrat will win, and he'll rot in jail, or DeSantis will win. And he'll get pardoned. Okay, some people are saying maybe DeSantis won't pardon him. Well, there's always that shot. There's zero shot for a Democrat to pardon him. Zero shot. So if you're Don Trump, if I'm Donald Trump, thank God I'm not. But if I was, I'd say to myself, look, I think I better start supporting DeSantis for two reasons. One, he's my best shot to stay out of jail. And two, I should be nice to him. So he like, maybe he does pardon me. I should stop shitting on him for no reason. Okay. And maybe he'll pardon me. Or I can keep shitting on him. He'll win anyway, and then he won't pardon me. 
or my cult, my crazy cult will carry me through the primary. I will lose the general and then I'm in jail for the rest of my life. I think as a lawyer, it's pretty easy to, to, to you know, set up the situation for him. I remember the scene in, in Scarface. Remember, there's a scene in Scarface where they're, they're being filmed when they're washing the money, right? And it's all on tape. And, uh, and they arrest him. And then his lawyer, there's a scene with his lawyer, a really great lawyer. And he says, look, honey, baby, <laughs> they've got you on camera washing this money. When they've got you on camera washing three, you know, $5 million in money, honey, baby, any jury is going to convict on that. So someone's got to sit Trump down and say, hey, honey, baby, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. You're going to, unless Ron DeSantis becomes president, you're going to spend the rest of your life in jail. Wake the fuck up. Drop the ego. Take some medication that will make you sane for a while. I mean, this, Bill, I see you there. I'll get to you in a second. But the judge in D.C. just told him to shut up. She was actually nice to him. But stop in trying to intimidate people through tweets. And what does he do? He, he does it again to the judge. He's insane. He doesn't want to go to jail. Someone brought up, he doesn't even like, some four-star hotels aren't good enough for Trump. He doesn't want to go to jail. Some people are saying, oh, he wants to go to jail. No, he doesn't want to go to jail. I doubt he'd last one day in jail. He's crazy. He's insane. That's his problem. And it's tough to get through to an insane person. Maybe someone brought this up too. Maybe this is all being set up as an insanity defense. Maybe that's what he's doing, you see? A judge tells you, shut up, stop intimidating people. And then the next day or two days later, you start tweeting about the judge. Does <laughs> He could be, someone could actually make the case. Maybe a really good attorney could make the case. Look, this guy is insane. He's proving he's insane. I plead insanity. Maybe that's what they're doing. Hey, Bill, how's it going? All right, Mike, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I got you, loud and clear. All right, so I want to separate some things out. I'm going to push back on you. No, I'm going to do that. So you got to be Trump's lawyer for some reason. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm about the constitution. And look, I think the guy should have been in prison a long time ago. If you're about the constitution, you should want Trump to go to jail because Trump is not about the constitution. Trump's about himself. He doesn't, he fucks on, he shits on the constitution every chance he gets. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. So, For, for sex trafficking, influence peddling, uh, money laundering, all the things we've talked about, I think the guy should have been in jail a long time ago. However, if we're going to, if we're going to, we, I look at things as objectively as possible. And what needs to be considered here and realistically is, hold on a second, my phone is freezing. I'm trying to get back to the clip tray. Oh, here we go. I'm in the, uh, okay. So first of all, when you talk about fraud vitiates everything, there's a couple legal maxims that we need to consider going into this. When you have Biden, the DOJ, the IRS, 
the birds in the laptop, all that being covered up, you're defrauding yeah. the electorate from the very beginning going into the election. Then you have, I'm going to lay out my position and then we can, you know, give your pushback. But, but then you have, of course, you have the report recently in Georgia that's been unsealed. How it was ever sealed, I don't know, by a prior judge and a secretary of state where the Dominion machines are totally hackable nine different ways to university professors, the links in the chat. Then you have more evidence that just came out regarding um, that was hidden on 800,000 ballot applications sent to non-qualified voters. This is in Michigan. Um, that's, this report just came out um, with multiple temporary facilities in several states involved um, that involved the DNC. Uh, that's another link. Um, the, what's breaking here is new information is what I'm trying to say that's relevant to election rigging on the Biden side. And so that that's, needs to be thoroughly examined. Of course, you know that, um, who was the guy for the- Bill, I don't, I don't know what guy. you don't get about this. I don't mm -hmm. want to get mad at you, but I don't know what you don't get. What you're saying is basically two wrongs make a right. If what you're no. saying is totally right and accurate, which hasn't been proven, it's your opinion, but okay, let's say it no, is. No. Wait a minute. Two wrongs don't make it. Trump, part of these charges is that they tried to get in and hack the machine. So, Bill, you're so apoplectic about hacking of machines. Trump tried to get in with Giuliani and scumbags and hack the machines. That's one of the charges here. Two wrongs don't make a right. You well, can, you're talking you can about charges. Wait a minute. You can do all you can to try to make elections more fair through the legal process, through the legislative process, through whatever you want to do. Do a fucking podcast every day about it if you want. Trump could have done a five-day-a-week podcast the way I do and just talk about this for the last three fucking years. And a lot of people would have followed him. But you can't say, oh, I was wronged. I'm going to go in and hack the machine now. What I am trying to say happened to me. I am now going to do it to them. I'm going to flip the votes from Biden to me, because I believe they flipped the votes from me to Biden. Bill, that's against the law, Bill. In any world, Bill, that's against the law. It's against the law to call a guy and threaten them as president of the United States and say, find me 12,000 votes. That's what a fucking mob boss does. Don't you see that Trump was trying to act like a cheap fucking mob boss? But what also doesn't get me, Bill, is you say Trump should be in jail for this. Trump should be in jail for that. When he was a businessman, he was a crook. But you can't conceive that he was also a criminal and a crook when he became the most powerful person in the world. Okay. Are you going to let me speak? Yes. Okay. What you're talking about is indictments from a corrupt regime, DOJ, that is already, it's yes. not my opinion. It is That's your opinion, a, Mike, are you going to let me speak? I'll hang up if you want. I'm just saying it's your opinion. No, it's not. It the, is, it's Bill. It's come out in front of the Congressional Oversight Overreach Committee hearings. Bill, when were they indicted? When was, the, when was anyone in the DOJ indicted? When? It's your well, opinion. Right now, you have the impeachment proceedings that Bill, are starting on Biden. That'll come, Mike. Bill, what does this have to do with Trump trying to overturn the election with his fucking scumbag friends like Giuliani? 
Yeah, what does it have to do with it? I don't understand what you're, you're saying. I can agree those, with you. These, <laughs> these are indictments. There's nothing's been proven on this either. You're making accusations as if they've been proven. I said indictments. I said alleged. Of course, he hasn't been convicted yet. Of course. Right. But you don't just say, well, they're all shit because I don't trust any of these people. I never Please, use Bill, that word. We're talking about hundreds of people in four different jurisdictions. We're not talking about one or two DOJ scumbuckers. It's not about one or two either. That's, Bill, uh, I mean, if you can't discuss it, Mike, listen. Different. Bill, grand juries hear this stuff, and then they can decide, like you, that it's all political bullshit if they wanted to. Four grand juries in four distinctly different jurisdictions, over 100 charges said, no, it's not bullshit. He did it. There's enough evidence to put it to trial. That's what that's, they said. That's all a grand jury does. Yes, there's enough evidence. Uh, according evidence. to their opinion, how many times have you seen a grand jury say there's enough evidence and nothing happens? At it's the end four of the day? Yes, I've seen it happen, Bill. Great, if, this was, if this was one grand jury... In New York City, in the fucking Bronx, with three charges, I'd say, yeah, maybe four different, soon to be five, maybe six different grand juries all over the fucking country, over a hundred charges in total, Bill. Come on. But we'd have to break down. Are they in democratic states? Yeah, I don't they're know. They're all fucking corrupt, Bill. They all hate Trump. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. Every you single know, like, in New York, in D.C., hey, in Florida, very, very leftist, Georgia, oh, oh, fucking liberal, liberal progressive state. Come on, Bill. The judge just, you want to talk about Georgia, minute, we can. All the people, Bill, One thing at a time. You want to talk about people, Georgia, we can. All of the people who are going to come out as evidence against Trump, to testify against Trump, they're all fucking Republicans. They're not Democrats. None of them are of the opposing party. These are people who voted for Trump two times. Two times. Okay? It doesn't mean he's guilty because this, member, this part of the Republican yes. Party is split. He'll be guilty when he's convicted. Yes, That's you're right. right. He's not guilty. And he can appeal that too. That's right. Yes, he'll appeal it. Sure. This is the, the, yes. yes, of course. And at yes. the end of the day, we'll have an answer. In the meantime, it's going to derail the, the... The bottom line is, Mike, there's... There's legal axioms that you don't seem to understand that I'm trying to explain to you. When the initial voter fraud, it, there's no question that the this Haldeman report done by two university professors was under seal and withheld in Georgia, and the Secretary of State withheld that. That's just broken. That is not speculation, nor is it my opinion. So... Bill, the, Bill, the Dominion machines. Bill, we have him on tape saying, "Find me twelve thousand votes, or else." Find okay. me. Wait a minute. Let's talk about. Wait a minute. That's like a mob boss on tape saying he wants someone whacked. You got him on tape saying, "Find me. I'm the president, and I'm demanding that you find me. Just find me twelve thousand. Come on, do what you gotta do, Bill. Come on. Sometimes the guy is just guilty, and you have to admit it." Regardless, you don't no. trust the system. You think it's not. You think it's not fair. You think you think voting isn't real. It doesn't matter, Bill. Sometimes you got to use your fucking common sense. Come on, Bill. Well, Mike, wait a minute. <laughs> the guy's wait. on record on on fucking tape saying, "Find me twelve thousand votes. Do what you got to do." They called these people like twenty thousand fucking times. 
Did you see that the okay. staffers couldn't even talk to each other because their fucking their fucking voicemail was filled with tens of thousands of calls trying to get this election overturned to try to get votes found? Where do you find 12,000 votes? Where does any secretary of state find them? And when has any president had the fucking balls to call a secretary of state and say, find me those votes as though you are a cheap fucking mob boss? Saying you better find that $12,000. Twelve. Let me find me $12,000. Find me twelve grand. You better find me twelve grand. Come on, Bill. Come on. Uh, you know what bothers I'm me? I'm trying to respond. Do you know if what you bothers me? me? You're a smart guy, and you're sounding dumb. I, no. Go Mike, ahead. I'm trying Go to ahead. respond to you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. All right. POTUS has obviously information in his mind. That you have to keep in mind there's other aspects to this. Where you have to prove mens rea for actus rea in a criminal proceeding beyond a reasonable doubt. First of all, he knows, and in 2016, the DNC was barking about the hackability about these machines. There's no question they're electronic and they're totally hackable. That's never been a secret to anybody. And now, the DNC, you go back and you watch videos on the DNC complaining about the machines being totally hackable in 2016. Right. This is all politics. Then you have the report that was actually, that we have the Mike, I'm trying to respond. If you give me a few minutes, please. If you'd rather not, I'll hang up. We'll try talking another night. I mean, there's there's aspects here that are going to come up. And I'm trying to also tell you, this is what the defense attorneys are going to argue if you're interested. The defense attorneys are not going to argue this. They're not. They have. they are. They're not. They're not. They're going to try to say that this was all under freedom of speech. They can't say he didn't say these things. They can have 35 fucking people telling the jury this guy did these things. I'm part of this. Bill, Bill, his only defense. Okay, I'm going to hang up because you're not allowing me to even finish two, three sentences. I'm telling you what you're saying is not going to be part of their defense. So, Bill, when they go to court and they cover this, if it gets to court, if it gets there, if there's no plea bargain, if he doesn't do what I said he should do, whatever it may be, if these actually go to a court and the defense is not what you say it is, it's what I say it is, which they're going to try to say this all falls under the First Amendment, just a guy who likes to talk talking and having his friends talk for him. Will you come back on and apologize for being wrong? I will tell you right now that the arguments I'm bringing to you are corroborated by attorney Robert Barnes, who's a constitutional attorney who went to Yale. I've talked about Barnes many times. Let me tell you something. You like Barnes. You know know. he fights on the right side of the Constitution. So whatever you're saying to me, you could be saying to Barnes, because I'm repeating. If you listen to any attorney that's not on Fox News, they all say, this looks terrible. These charges are real. Robert Barnes is platformed on Viva Frey, an attorney out of Canada. He's not on Fox News. I know. Okay, you mentioned one guy. I could I could tell you five thousand fucking lawyers that I've heard on eighty networks on social media who say this is this is big time stuff. Okay, this is real. This is terrible. He's going to be convicted, and I've given other reasons why he's going to be convicted. Okay, we're talking about in two of the cases a D.C. jury, and a New York jury, okay? Florida, who the fuck knows? This is Georgia, but it's Atlanta. It's Fulton County, so it's Atlanta. He's going, if he's going to be convicted 
It's over a hundred charges, four different indictments, soon to be five, soon to be six. Mm. In the real world, he's not going to get be found not guilty on 175,000 charges. They're going to get him on at least, let's say, 10, 15 of them, enough to carry enough time to put him in jail forever. That's just the reality. It's going to happen. So here's this. And then you'll come on and say it was a, you know politically motivated. The juries were anti-Trump. He shouldn't have been convicted. Whatever. That's going to happen. But the fact that it'll be appealed, it'll be appealed for sure. His best chance to stay out of jail in the real fucking world is to have Ron DeSantis president and pardon him. That's his best chance. So any lawyer who really cares and isn't just in it for fame, airtime on Fox or money. That's not Robert Barnes. Your best shot. Enough, Robert Barnes. He's one fucking person in a world of a million fucking lawyers. I know Robert Barnes. You're conflating all kinds of numbers now, Mike. You don't have 5,000 lawyers. Robert Barnes. You mentioned one guy. One guy. Who cares? Okay. Peter Free's a lawyer, too. Look, you have lots of lawyers who argue. Look, you want to talk about Dershowitz? What lawyers do you want to talk about? Bill Dershowitz is a fucking aging, demented, over the hill guy who gets airtime on Fox because he supports Trump. You know who else does that? Jonathan Turkey, Jonathan Turkey, Charlie Turkey, when he was on MSNBC, Bill, when he was getting paid by MSNBC, hated Trump. Trump was the most corrupt bastard in the world. When he was on NBC, he would kiss Rachel Maddow and Lawrence O'Donnell's ass and talk about how corrupt Trump is and what a horrible president he was. Then he got fired by MSNBC. He got hired by Fox News. And all of a sudden, he's Trump's biggest lawyer. People are grifters, Bill. Those guys are grifters. Robert not, Barnes isn't a grifter. You, oh, here we go again with Robert Barnes. Well, okay. he's a good man. And he right, fights. Right. Yeah. And the, and, left, he, and the left will say, Tony Fauci says COVID's real, and Tony Fauci's a good, real doctor. So no, what? that's not, yes. you can't make that equivocation to Robert Barnes. That's, that's not a righteous equivocation. You know that. Robert Barnes is not that way. Maybe Trump should hire Robert Barnes. Maybe he'll get him off. Robert Barnes, for your information, equates these proceedings to the Alex Jones trials and what a fiasco those were, which yeah. they're an appeal. Right. So, I, you know what, uh, along with Judge Napolitano. So, you know, Robert Barnes and Judge Knapp agree on things as well. Now, I don't know about Judge Knapp. I have to qualify. That has to do with Alex. I haven't read Judge Knapp's opinion on these indictments. I, I'll look for that when I'm, we get off the phone just out of curiosity. But if you give me a few minutes... If you'd rather not, I don't need to keep talking. But there's legitimate election rigging and, and influence peddling by the Biden administration that predates any of Trump's, um, what you call, uh, trying to throw his muscle around. If you're him and you believe that the election's been rigged, which he maintains, yeah. and you're getting in touch with the Secretary of State of Georgia who buried this Dominion uh, investigation report by two university professors. Right, and you could yell right. at him for that. You could say, you know what? You're a real scumbag for doing that. You, he could do that. That's allowed. But you can't say okay. 512,000 votes. Well, he he also, there's also, again, you can, what, what's going to unfold here is you're going to see there's a lot more election corruption than we've been led to believe on the Democratic side, including the other report that just came out that I cited for you. In Michigan, um, going back to that, I'm going to find that in the live chat. That was just come out today. Um, where uh, we not okay? So 
estimated 20, 20, 800,000 ballot applications sent to non-qualified voters. This is something he's been arguing all along. Yeah. So in other words, if I'm on the phone and I believe that mens re mindset, okay, for an action, actus re, and I'm believing this is all a fraud, I'm saying, look, there's like 800,000 this, there's the dominion, find me just a mere 14,000 out of that, then that's not unreasonable. You just, and when you have the Secretary of State bearing the Dominion report, what he knew and what he didn't know, what Giuliani and Sidney Powell knew and didn't know, this is all going to come out in litigation. And we're going to learn a lot more. I'm not making any assumptions here. I'm not saying for sure I'm not a jury. And I don't, I'm not going to take this to the appellates, which will go either way. So, but I, I think you have to reasonably consider that these are arguments that a, a qualified constitutional attorney who went to Yale, a defendant, uh, who who's a, uh, represents defendants, Robert Barnes. He's not a fly-by-night quack or aging senile maniac. He stands on the right side, you know, in the Brooks Jackson case going after Pfizer for all the reasons that you know and we've talked about. So we have an example of the guy. Most people haven't even read these yet. But Most people haven't my... done as much as I've just done. So I've listened to Rob, I sent you the link on Robert no, Barnes and Viva Free breaking down all the indictments. Up, but they make general statements. These people have made general statements before any of these indictments were handed down, before he was indicted once. People you talk about were saying this is all a witch hunt against Donald Trump. And no, but did you, Bill, did these you are listen to the link I sent you? Yes, these are all different cases. You listened to Robert Barnes and Viva Free uh, spend an hour election on violations. This? There's the documents, the illegal documents that he wasn't supposed to have. There's the stuff with Stormy Daniels. These are all different cases. Yeah, but Stormy Daniels is not relevant to this matter. That's a I'm previous just, litigation. Yes, what I'm telling you is that there are over 100 indictments on all different issues, and he's not going to be found not guilty of all of them, Bill. It's not going to happen. It's not well, all we'll about election happens. fraud. It's not all about election fraud. Some of it's about you, the, the, the classified document violations. The classified document. Biden had classified documents. Oh, How are you Everything gonna, I tell you, you, you say someone else did it. So someone else did something wrong, too. So you can't charge Trump with yeah, crimes that you're not charging Biden with. You absolutely can. You absolutely you can. can, Bill. You can't, you, it happens you, all the time in life. Some people get away with doing things wrong, and some people don't get away with doing identical things wrong. It's called the real fucking world, Bill. It happens. You absolutely can. But what you can't do is say, well, what Trump, what Biden did was illegal. So what Trump did was illegal, but uh, we'll let it go. I'm not what saying what he did was illegal. That's not the defense. The defense is that he has a mindset that what's happening to him is he's getting railroaded and screwed. And as such, he's acting. The bottom line is it's yeah. fraud vitiates. The initial part of the, this starts right. with Biden. Right. And Trump the Biden administration. Life. whole life, Bill, right. has been about getting railroaded and screwed. He's such the victim, Bill. You're right. I feel bad for him. All this stuff is bullshit. I didn't say that. I'm talking about these indictments. I'm not talking about... I, I, no, see, I know. You're, you're conflating the arguments here. I'm not he's saying crook. that. He's a about... crook, but he should never be indicted because the other crook hasn't been indicted. No, if you, if he should be gone after, in my opinion, for sex trafficking, influence, peddling... Uh, Money laundering, but that's not the indictments we're talking about. Right. He was guilty of that stuff. 
but he's totally innocent of all this stuff. Well, are you but, became, so you're going to argue you want to flip innocent, it over? Yeah, he became an innocent pro-constitution free speech let's fix election fraud guy. That's what he became when he became president. He had two lawyers. You cannot criminalize attorney client privilege when they're trying to prove this Sidney Powell and Giuliani. How is it these how is it the Dominion fraud and the report in Georgia was buried and kept from them? That was sealed by a judge, Mike. And yeah. so those 60 hearings that went to yeah. summary judgment, they never had a jury trial on those okay. that with Giuliani yeah. and Sidney Powell. They have more evidence now. They can retry those right. based on the Haldeman reports and based on the Biden birds and laptop was not a Russian uh, propaganda. That that's that that turns out to be true when the DOJ gets involved and they have federal agents sign a letter that that's all Russian propaganda, the whole Biden Burisma thing. That's the DOJ Obama continuum acting illegally right. to, to rig influence the populace. They didn't have that information. I'm going to let you go, Bill. Thanks for the call though. I, but all I'm hearing all the time, and I, I hear this from the Trump, the same thing from the Trump cult, which is that they did it too. So we're talking about the documents, all right? Okay, but they did it too. Why aren't you going after them? Or or this now, with election stuff. Well, they've done it too for all this time. So why are we targeting Trump now? We should have noticed, We should have gone after them for all that stuff first. We should have gone after the, the Democrats and Biden for all their election interference and all their illegalities first. And since we didn't do that, they shouldn't be doing it here. But that's not the case. The fact of the matter is, they have brought these charges against Donald John Trump. Two wrongs don't make a right. I can't, if I kill somebody, I can't say, wait a minute, that guy over there that you like killed somebody and you didn't, you didn't convict, you can't, you didn't indict them. So you gotta let me go. That's not the way it works. That's not the way it, is the world is not, I can't believe I have to say this. The world is not a fair place. The world is not a fair place, okay? So when Trump was in power, if he believed, if his Department of Justice believed that there were illegal things done by Hillary Clinton or Democrats or Obama or Biden, then they should have gone after them. But here's a guy in Donald Trump who, when he was campaigning, said, I'm going to go after Hillary Clinton. My Department of Justice is going to look into her criminality. And in the debate two weeks before he won, he said to her, yeah, you don't want me to win because I'm going to prosecute you. I'm going to put you in jail. And then he wins and he goes, nah, nah, we'll forget about that. Nah, it doesn't really matter. Well, you know what? To this, to them, this stuff matters. And they've investigated it. It took them two years, three years. They didn't indict him on January 21st, 2021. They, they didn't. They took two and a half years to build a case. This case is built well. It's a well-built case against Donald Trump. And the fact of the matter is, he is going to jail for life. It's going to happen. And his only chance to not go to jail for life is to have Ron DeSantis become president and pardon him. The way Gerald Ford pardoned Nixon.
Once again, you can't believe this guy was a criminal his entire life as a business person, and now is just being unfairly targeted. He was an innocent guy for four years. He's innocent. When he became the most powerful person in the world, all of a sudden he became a, a true player. He became he became a good guy, no longer a criminal, no longer believing he was a mob boss. All of a sudden his criminal activity stopped when he became president. Gator, how you doing? Gator, you there? Hey, Mike, how's it going? Good. How's everything on the other side of the pond there? Uh, you know, just standard taking along bullshit. <laughs> um, right. Do you um, do you sort of believe in the, the, the in the objectivity of law, or at least that's what should be people should strive for, or do you are you just sort of saying the law's corrupt and it's a tool to be used by whoever can use it, and that's what—that's what's unfair about it. Uh, I think what we've seen is the law is going to be unfair. It's usually unfair against very poor people. It's usually unfair against poor people who can't afford good lawyers. You know, who have to take uh, state lawyers who can't hire the best lawyers. I think we've seen that. I think we've seen a lot of that. I think the law is much more unfair against poor people than against people like Donald Trump. Okay, so do you do you feel that it's possible to weaponize the law then or not? Oh, it is. Of course it is. Oh, it's definitely possible to weaponize the law. There's no there's there's, there's no doubt about it. Now, I I think if you're going to talk about weaponization in case like this, it's separate from these charges. It's separate from the actual real evidence. In other words, you could have to say that all this evidence is made up. All this evidence they've gathered over two and a half years is made up. All these people who are going to testify against Trump are lying. So yeah, the, okay. the thousands of pieces of evidence they have are made up. But let's say right. 137 people who are Republicans who voted for Trump twice, who his friend are going to lie about him. That's what you'd have to believe. Or you could say all that stuff or much of it is real. It's accurate. It's real. It's good evidence. Uh, these people are telling the truth, but, you know, they, they, they could have either gone after other people for similar stuff, or they could have not bothered Trump with this stuff. So what would be some totally separate things? What would be some specific evidence that you think is kosher then? For what? For these cases? I went through them. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone, I've gone through it. I've gone through so, it. Yeah. So what would be some example of some solid evidence then? Someone saying Trump strong on me into finding like the like the, 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 the secretary of state saying he's strong on me to find him votes and i told him there was no problem with the election it was fair we've we've gone through it we've done the recount and he still was strong arming me to try to find twelve thousand votes just like a mob boss who i tell the mob boss look we've counted all the money i swear all the money is we went through it a hundred times nah you better find me an extra 12 grand or else you better find me that extra 12 grand. Okay. It doesn't exist. So is that, is that, is that evidence or is that testimony, which, testimony. which could be believed or could be disbelieved? It's, it's on tape, Gator. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's, so that's <laughs> it's like the so mob boss evidence. saying, yes, you so want to whack so this guy tomorrow. So that would be Wait a evidence, minute. wouldn't it? That's Wait not minute, just Gator. a guy standing up saying he said it to me and nobody else heard it, just me and him. Fine. Right. That's why I'm asking you the question. Right. So. The question then would become, for example, in that case, 
with that piece of evidence is, is it, can, can it be interpreted that what he was doing was instructing a guy to actually take illegal actions, right? And that is something that's going Gator, to get decided Gator, in that case. More, yeah? I, Gator, Gator, as I've said, you weren't here when I said it. There's other evidence that goes along with that. They've built the case. It wasn't just that one thing. It was other people doing similar things for him who will say, yes, he told us to do this. It was trying to hack the voting machines to change the votes. All of this stuff adds up to a case. As I said at the beginning of the show, I will say it again. If you've got a mob boss doing the mob speak on phone saying things like cryptic stuff like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go to the ice cream shop and do that thing tomorrow. We're going to make sure there's lots of uh, strawberry cream. If you present that to a jury, they're going to say, what the fuck? What is this? Okay. And if you present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Present, I'm not arguing. Wait a minute. I'm not wait, arguing wait a minute, Gator. Trump, right? But if you present 70, 80, 90 different yeah, pieces okay. of evidence, then it adds that, up to a case. Right. But, but I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm not trying to start an argument with you for or against anyone. Right. That's not what I'm doing. So you don't need to get defensive. Right. I'm not getting defensive. I'm, what I'm telling you. Is so, that, so something called. What, so, what that case would would be pointing at, right, is essentially the close scrutiny of anyone in his position. Okay, and once you start paying that level of attention, or you go back through the history records and find and apply that level of attention to the historical record, what do you find? Right now, one thing you just said is that apparently he has explicitly said interfere with electronic voting machines. Well, apparently that's not possible to do, right? So if, you, if you're actually trying to say that somebody is saying, do this to get me a result and that thing was illegal, mm -hmm. if it's impossible to commit a crime doing that thing, it's not a crime. What do you mean? I can't tell you what to wait, wait, um, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. You understand what, what's happening here, right? If he's if he's found guilty of a crime of telling somebody to corrupt an electronic voting machine's results, and they say and therefore he did commit a crime because he was going to get extra yeah. extra extra, extra votes yeah. out of the out of the machines and the only reason why he didn't was because one man refused to do it. Yeah. That is an admission no, that it is possible to corrupt the electronic yeah. voting machine's results. Yeah. And that would admit something that has been denied. It's been denied that electronic voting machines are corruptible. Yeah, well, that matter. would admit that they are. Yeah. It really doesn't matter, though. It's, it's conspiracy to overturn an election. We, no, whether it, you know, wait, no, no. Whether you know something is possible or not doesn't matter. That does not matter. Simply by using your power and position and your colleagues and your cohorts to try to strong arm people to find votes out of thin air or to change votes or, as they've tried to do with evidence, put in fake electors, fake people sign documents saying they'd be a fake elector to say, oh, to turn to overturn the election. You understand that? A fake elector saying, no, 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 yeah. Trump won, not so, Biden. So why, so why is it then that... You can't, Suddenly, you, you under, can't under these circumstances, under these circumstances, all of these vote rigging techniques suddenly become doable, valid, a threat, and also apparently Donald Trump has done them. When, in fact, if you go back before this case, what were essentially all of the other, all of the Republican orientated, MAGA orientated people saying 
with evidence about the corruption of, this, of, of, the, of the elections. Oh, they were saying there's ballot stuffing and there's video evidence of that. Oh, they were saying that there's literally evidence of trucks turning up. I've watched video evidence of trucks turning up, right, in voting places that are claimed to be literally the generation of hundreds of thousands of, of ballots at 3 a.m. in the morning when they shouldn't have been there. And they did that consistently in a few different places, at least. That's these are these are ongoing cases with this evidence in, right? Yeah. So, but but people people run around saying that's all bullshit. That never happened. And then now they're saying yes, it did happen, but it just did it. But it just happened because Donald Trump did that one, right? So that you can't have it both ways. And this is this is what weaponization of law looks like, right? This is this is what happens when. You watch and get pissed off with people, not you, I mean, the, the, the side that wants to do the prosecuting, and you continuously throw shit at the wall, right? And then you're aided by a totally partisan Department of Justice who was never really Donald Trump's Department of Justice. Most of the, most of the organs of state worked against Donald Trump, which is why he got effectively so little done as a president and he was so hamstrung half his time in office was essentially eaten up by the deep state, including the Department of Justice, going after him in various ways. And they've just been doing it on an iterative basis, right? If you look at Glenn Greenwald's, um, one of his more recent system update um, episodes, they talk about the, the, one, of the, one of the indictments, which has been brought by John, whatever his name is, um, and they point out that essentially some of the argument in there is literally the invention of new legal theory, right? And it's such, I mean, I don't pay close attention to this stuff because it's just tedious and essentially, you know, it just eats up your life looking at the detail when you can get, a, a, you know, you end up, is the result that ultimately matters, isn't it? Uh, well, the method and the result are important, but it's the result. And what they point out is that not only are they inventing new legal theory, right, which requires a complete um, reinterpretation of law against no precedent, okay, but they also pointed out something along the lines of that one of the indictments requires the proof that Donald Trump believed at the point in time that he was saying something, he believed that what he was saying was a lie, and when he said it, so therefore he knew consciously that he was deliberately lying, right? To a load of people, yeah, right. You understand how ridiculous that is, right? Because because Donald Trump will just go, no, in good faith, I believed this, and these are the reasons why I believed it. And so when I said it, I believed what I was saying was true, right? And they're going to argue that, but they've built a case on saying, no, 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 you, you, you. We know what you were thinking, and we know that you know that it was a lie when you said it. Right. That's the kind of stuff that's going on in that particular case that they flagged in this and the analysis of one of the indictments. Right. That's not really been done before, according to them, um, and is not exactly uh, a normal way of prosecuting something. Right. Yeah. You're going through one little part of one charge. Like I said, there are overall. It's important, charges. though, isn't it? Because well, if that is the crux, if that is the crux. That. Well, good. Then his if, lawyers will have to argue that. His but if that, that is the genesis of, 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 of the seed point of a legal case that then becomes something else and then you spin a load of other things off the back of something like that, 
right? Talking, you have yeah. to start asking yourself questions about exactly yeah. how is law being used. I know. I it doesn't know. matter who it is all, because if they do it to. Do you not know what McCarthyism is? McCarthyism no, is exactly no this. I have no idea what McCarthyism is. I have no clue. Yeah, McCarthyism but it's exactly it's this, isn't it? You're comparing two things that make no fucking sense that you can't compare. You can't McCarthyism was the invention, Gator. the invention of Gator. concepts, right, that Gator. didn't exist, that weren't Gator. real, and then Gator. they use them to blame people Gator. and and and, and essentially prosecute them in yes. in, 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 in mm. by calling them a commie. And, that's what and I want. That's them. what I want my pal. That's what I want my president to do. If they lose an election, all of them. I want them to try to fix the equipment to change the votes. I want them to try to strong arm secretaries of state to find votes. I want them to go around getting fake electors to make it look like they won the election. This is what we want. This is great for democracy. It's great for the United States. It's great for constitution. Let me tell you, Gator, the thing is, there's never been anyone as fucked up as Donald Trump. Sometimes you have to just admit that. There's never been anyone- Are you kidding? Ego, the criminal background, the criminality, the willingness to try to be a mob boss, get what he wants for his own fucking need to stay in power, not to help the American people, to stay in fucking power because he's his fucking fat ass wants to be president at 80 years old. You can't can't seriously credibly claim. You can't make that credible claim, right? Because in order for you to do that, you have to deal with There's thousands and thousands of pieces of evidence here. What do you mean you can't make of Joe Biden? You keep on doing the same thing that Bill did. He did because the wrong you, thing. Because you're, Therefore, because you're you completely, after me you're when you have proven it. So what? So what exactly? Why is didn't it what, the, Gator? No, what Gator. Exactly is why, the no, Gator. Wait a minute, Gator. Why didn't Donald Trump do as he promised then and go after Hillary Clinton if she was such a fucking crook? Why didn't he go after her? Why did the Justice Department look into her her, her acts? Uh, well, oh, probably, on. probably because the Justice Department would ne- was never in support of Donald Trump for a start, and second of all, oh, you probably it, never Gator. really intended. Gator, stop it! Stop okay. it. Jeff so, Sessions. So- Jeff Sessions was so far up his fucking ass, but you know why they didn't go after Hillary Clinton? They couldn't find any evidence to get a prosecution going. Okay, That's I'll what. tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing that they can do with with Hillary Clinton that nobody is ever going to do, and she's admitted to this. It is prosecution on a federal and a state basis for the failure to audit and sub- submit to audit the Clinton Global Initiative and the Clinton uh, Fund. Right? She has admitted that that has not been audited for six years for tax purposes. That's a federal uh, federal crime, yeah. right? He didn't even okay. try. As soon as yeah. he was elected, but who he has? Said- he, no he, as soon as he was elected, he said, oh, we have to let that go. That was a campaign thing. I'm not going to eat one. He didn't yeah. even try. Okay. So, so, so nobody, nobody has ever done it, right? No one. But it doesn't but matter what, flavor, what flavor Why of didn't he go politi- after her? It doesn't matter what flavor of politician you are. If she is essentially admitted to a crime and anyone who knows anything about law knows that that's a crime, you're compelled, no matter who the fuck you are, to prosecute. Right. Nobody's done it. Joe Biden didn't do it. Obama didn't do it. Donald Trump didn't do it. Oh, and what you're Come doing, on, Gator, what you're Gator, doing is, is demonstrating Gator, massively partisan perception. Gator, right. How many powerful political enemies does Hillary Clinton have? How many Republicans hate her fucking guts? Yet they didn't do it because there wasn't any evidence there. There wasn't enough to bring a credible case to a grand jury. That do Gator, don't okay, get me okay, shit. How many, how many powerful political so, enemies on so the right does Hillary and Bill Clinton have? Okay, I think that there are a lot less than you think because oh, that's not Gator, how your government you're, you're works. You're bullshitting now. You're going that's not back how your government your works. 
you're backtracking because you know you're wrong. Right. Okay, so why is it then? Why is it that Joe Biden has literally got a litany of evidence of his corruption going back as the vice president and as the president? Hey, the House is working on it, and I'm all for they're working on it. I'm all for them spending the two and a half years these prosecutors spent on a case against Trump and going after Hunter. Joe, the whole fucking family, if they can. I'm all for it. Okay, but wait a second. You've missed, you've now, you've now just said the House, right? But what yes. you fail to recognize is that the DOJ and the FBI all knew about all of this stuff for years. And they didn't do anything about it, which shows you what partisan weaponization of law is. Right. But, but, How long have they had the Hunter Biden laptop yeah, since 2019? Yeah, How yeah. long have they known it was real since they had it in 2019? What the have they done about it? Nothing. Have what been did they say about it? They lied. Later. What did they say to the world? They said it wasn't real. They said it was Russian yes. disinformation. Yeah, it's not true. They're lying. Yes. Right. Even when yes. and they Republican, know they're lying because they've now admitted that they lied. Oh, my God. Republicans in this country have been in power just as long as Democrats. It's equal. Over the last 30, 40 years, it's equal. Republican rule, Democrat rule. Republican DOJ, Democrat DOJ. Do you think the entire FBI and CIA are fucking progressives? Are you serious? So hang on. You, you just you just completely deflected. You've evaded I didn't dealing deflect. with a specific, I didn't a specific issue. Well, well, let's deal with this specific issue then. How can it be that essentially the FBI and therefore likely the CIA... Yeah. have had the Trump, the Hunter Biden laptop with everything that was on it, freely able to see it, all of the all of the evidence of his crimes and all of the emails that incriminate all of his family members and Joe Biden in corruption, because we're now freely looking at these emails Gator. going that. How can they have had that Gator. since 2019 and done nothing with it and tried to suppress it and bury it and lie about it? I know. Why have they done that? Terrible stuff. But Hunter Biden has been prosecuted, and the judge just said, you know what? I'm throwing this plea bargain deal out the window, okay? So it's very possible that there'll be bigger charges against Hunter Biden. But, but, but that's not right. Okay, wait, wait a minute. second, Mike. Go ahead. So, so that's not happening because the FBI and the CIA brought those things based on the evidence that they were presented. That's not happening because of that. Mm. That's happening because the Hunter Biden laptop was available publicly, right, as well as being in the possession of the FBI. And public individuals who are not law enforcers, but yeah. basically lawyers, went through and trawled it and basically continuously publicized it, this continuously is not analyzed it, I know. and used the force of publicity yes. to demonstrate this that every single thing that was ever said about Hunter Biden's laptop by the FBI, this by the CIA, by 51 different uh, state-backed liars, were lies. All and in the stuff, face of that publicity, then they've had stuff. to move on and on and on to get into the judicial system yeah. like this. That's got fuck all to do all with, the, with the CIA or the FBI doing yeah. their job. All of this stuff is not going to work as a defense for Donald Trump. I'm not saying it is. Do you think Donald Trump's going to stand up there and, and actually use that as a defense against direct charges against him? I'm not saying that. It's stupid for you to even claim that I was saying that. I'm just saying. What I'm pointing, out, to do with what I'm pointing out is that you are literally, you, you're literally basically ranting about Trump being a bad man as if he's the world's worst, world's worst president. And you're completely ignoring oh, the clear evidence. I think it's a that pretty, basically anyone, yeah, anyone think, who gets as an into this position no, 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 wait a minute, bad. Gator, 
as an individual person, I think Trump is a pretty uniquely evil entity. I do. But there are a lot of bad people in politics. There are a lot of bad people in the government. I'm not going to hide my my dislike for Donald Trump. I believe that he's a particularly evil entity, sociopathic entity. I believe he is. Oh, look, I, I don't like Bill Clinton either. I, I hated Hillary Clinton. I don't like Joe Biden. But there's a particular evil about Trump. And what's particularly evil is his ability to develop a cult that all these other people really have never been able to do. He has that. Right, there was no, there was no Hillary Clinton cult. There was no, no Obama no, no, cult. No, 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 no. There was none of those cults. Psychologically, no. like this? No, no, not really? psychologically. So, like so, this. so when, so when no. people are interviewed no. on the street and said, "Why? Who are you going to vote for?" and one of them says, "I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton. Why? Because because a woman should be in the White House." Well, not Hillary only is that Clinton, sexist, but Hillary there's literally Clinton, no basis to yeah, say yeah, that Hillary other than, other than a cult-like behavior. When somebody says, what, who are you going to vote for? And they go, black. Hillary, Hillary people, Clinton. I've got to have a black person. What's Joe that? Biden. Hillary Clinton. Not really Joe Biden. Hillary Clinton. Bill Clinton. Barack Obama, for sure. W. Bushes. Reagan. They had pretty ardent supporters, but not people who would take a bullet for them, not people who would drink the poison for them if they said that's the best thing. These people would. It's a very different psychological hold that Donald Trump has on any of these people, Republican or Democrat, Hillary Clinton, W. Bush, they all had ardent supporters. I, I knew people who loved W. I know people who love Hillary. No, they wouldn't take the they wouldn't take the Kool-Aid for them. These people would. It's a very okay. So what is Black Lives Matter and what is Antifa? They're groups, Gator. They're political activist groups. No, they're not. They are basically corrupt entities that have been at least, even if they organically started, which Antifa probably didn't, right? They have been self-corrupted and penetrated and turned by the government. And it's proven with the number of cases which have demonstrated um, federal agents operating inside them, and also, in the case of Black Lives Matter, the massive larceny and embezzlement of funds by the people at the top of the organization. It's like, why? Wh how is that even remotely respectable? And why is it nothing more than a cult if you continue to, to follow it, despite the fact that, that it being corrupt and riddled with government agents? Yeah. You are definitely a cult if you believe that Donald... If you believe, I'm saying you, Gator, in general, that Donald Trump will beat all these charges, is going to become president, or will get convicted of all these charges and is going to become president and pardon himself, then you're crazy. And I know it's a different situation. That's just, I know. Right, I've talked about right, that a million right. times, though. I've talked about that a million times, though, that that the fact that Donald Trump cannot become president again, it's just, it's just it, it is. It's reality. It's the real world. But so Donald Trump, once again... Donald Trump's best way to beat all the stuff that so many of you people think is totally fake and phony and politically motivated is for Ron DeSantis to become president and pardon him because all this stuff is off so obviously but fake. But he won't. Politically motivated. Who's not? Ron, 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 Ron DeSantis won't. is nothing more Wait, he's than a neocon draft, draft wait picture. A minute. You think That's he's not going he to? Is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You think he's not going to pardon Trump if he wins? No, of course he won't. Yes, he will. Yes. Why? Well, it might be good for Trump to stop being a piece of shit to him. That might just but, like but why on earth Trump was a Ron piece DeSantis of shit. Pardon. Wait a minute. Just like Trump was a a belligerent bully piece of shit to a good guy Kemp in Georgia, and 
now he'll need him to pardon him because Ron DeSantis can't pardon him in the, in the Georgia case, only the federal cases. So he'll need Kemp to pardon him, okay? He'll need a guy who he has shit on to pardon him, okay? This is not the way life works, Gator. You don't get but to why, fucking sorry, you have shit question. on people and then hope why? they help you. Sorry, why, why, why is Ron DeSantis going to need to pardon Trump after he's already gotten into office, right? So he doesn't need help. He gets into office without Trump's help. So why right? did, I mean, wait a minute, office, why did, no, so what, what why did, did Ford, wait a minute, why did Ford have to pardon Nixon? I don't know. But he did. Didn't have to. Why did he pardon Nixon? Because he said, from what I remember, I was a kid, is that it wasn't good to have the president of the United States in jail. He didn't want to see United. It, it wasn't good for the morale of the country to have the president go to jail. So I'm going to pardon him. Not saying he didn't commit these things, but we don't want him to go to jail. Okay, fine. It might have cost for the election. I, I'm, I'm not sure you're right on that. I think that I saw recently that the, there's a common misperception and that he was never pardoned because he never actually got, Nixon didn't need a pardon in the end. Ford pardoned him. That's why he lost the election. That's why everyone says he lost the election. Pardoning, how many times do you have to hear it? Pardoning Nixon cost Ford a possibility of Right, winning. okay. So, but my point is though, He's going to. But if if if, if if Donald to. if Donald Trump if Donald yeah. Trump is being openly attacked with with increasing numbers of cases, right? Mm -hmm. Then at least half, if not more than half, of the House believes that that is acceptable and must happen, right? So if Ron DeSantis gets in and tries to run the argument you've just said, he'll be defying two thirds or more of the House who says no, Donald Trump is a criminal and he should be in jail. And then Ron DeSantis comes along and pardons him. Now, what would politically Ron DeSantis personally get out of that? He doesn't, you know he doesn't get any help listen, from listen, Trump. Really he gets it's castigated really by two-thirds of the House. What, yeah. what would be the Gator, point of Gator, it? Gator, Gator, I'm not saying that President Trump is not guilty of these charges. I respect what these four different juries convicted him on. I, I respect that. However, Mr. Trump is 80 years old, in declining health, former president of the United States, and I don't think any of us, I don't think, I don't think it's good for the morale of this country to see this man rot That's not death. an argument, is it? That doesn't make that's any sense. Said. There's no logical rationale in there. That's just what are you, talking that's about? Just you making is. up a narrative. That's literally a narrative. What are you talking about? I'm telling you. That is just a story. There's no logical rationale saying if it, I'm asking you what the real political um, calculus would be, right? Ron DeSantis can leave a guy to rot. And that would, why do you think J J um, Julian Assange is still there? Why? You know, when 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 basically the the problem with leaving Julian Assange in jail is that every single publisher of any kind can now be essentially pulled out of their country by the US on espionage or or, or um yeah in fact it is espionage and tra and treason charges even when they're not a US fucking citizen right now despite that situation being legally compelling for everyone in the world to oppose including all american citizens no american citizen is opposing it no american politician is significantly opposing it right which yeah. tells you that there's something seriously wrong with your legal system because everybody knows the fucking case against Julian Assange is corrupt as fuck. It doesn't legally stand up. And the only reason why he's being bombed is because because of the force applicable from the U.S. government across the world. Right. That's what's going on in that situation. 
That is a legal parallel to showing somebody, right, like Ron DeSantis does not require any any um, rationale to 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 argue for or against anything, right? And and so and so I would say he doesn't have to um, pardon Trump because doesn't have to do anything because he literally will. politically you, no literally he politically he doesn't need to i understand that he will a republican president is going to pardon donald trump let's put it this way gator this is not debatable there's no way a democratic president will there's no way joe biden will or right. will. Do, do you do you understand though the consequences of doing that Right, because the consequence is not the damage that gets done or undone at the point of pardon. Yeah, he'll do it. No damage. What to him politically? Is that no damage. Full stop. Right, because everything that's happening to Trump now sets up legal parameters, legal precedents, and legal frameworks to go after any uh, president in exactly the same way, with all of the minutiae, all of the imbalance, all of the. Um, lack of or defeat of precedent or the the imbalance between well comparing what joe biden's done to comparing what what donald trump's done essentially joe biden should be on the hook what's the difference between joe biden and donald trump joe biden is a in power b has massive partisan support from all of his state organs that are doing the work against donald trump and c he will be dead soon Right, he maybe, is. Maybe he will Ron be DeSantis. declared too infirm to stand trial. That's what. That's what is going on with Joe, Joe Biden. Why do you think he's on holiday half the time he's in office? Well, you're trying to. Well, you might have convinced me that something's wrong with Joe Biden. Come on, of course. But what I'm saying yeah. is, yeah. So why is he able to do things without without being prosecuted, which Donald Trump is being prosecuted for? And as Bill pointed out, the documents case is completely parity. In fact, it's not parity. I forget not, uh, what Biden either. did, what Biden did with mishandling classified intelligence and information yeah. was done when he was vice president and he There's had no right to do it. There's that means he has committed federal crimes. There's a difference. No, you see, you're wrong. You're right, right there. You're wrong. Because what Biden did was he mishandled them. He mishandled them. He left them places. He didn't realize he had left them. What Donald Trump did, you see, Donald Trump brings a lot of this stuff on himself. There's a lot of leeway when it comes to presidents with documents. Obama had him on a file and blah, blah, blah. It took him a year. What Donald Trump basically did was he said he did, he did what Donald Trump always does, Gator. Why is it so hard to believe that this extends to documents? His personality is, I'm going to keep them. They're mine. Take them from me. Try to. That's what he did, Gator, and he kept doing it, and he kept doing it, and they kept coming to him and saying, Mr. President, this is, look, come on, come on, Mr. President, can you, no, I'm going to keep him. Donald Trump brings a lot of this stuff on himself with his belligerent, obnoxious, mob boss-like personality. You're not talking in any any kind of level of what I understand to be degrees of legal specificity that relate to that case. It is. Because I'm not giving them back to you is different than I don't know where I put them. Right? It's a different so, so situation. He, so no, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I got him. Donald Fuck Trump you. Is different than just having a fucking battle so, brain and you, forgetting you just, you just that you left like him by your Corvette. Right? Gator, hang why? On. You're a smart guy. You can't see the difference in no, someone. Because you're just shouting like a child down the microphone. No, Listen not. to what I'm about I to say to you. I just told you the difference. Right? 
No, I just told you you're not explaining it. And by you not admitting that the difference shows you have some kind of objectivity problem. Why don't you let me? Why don't you let me respond then instead of just shouting at me? Right. Go ahead, Gator. My understanding is that Donald Trump, as president and any president, has the ability to instantaneously declassify anything they want. Right. No, that's not the case. That's not the case. Most legal experts say he couldn't do that. They were not documents he was supposed to have. Period. And they right. asked him for them 150,000 fucking times, but he wanted to needle them, needle them, because that's Donald Trump's personality, isn't it? Is Donald Trump's personality not needling people when he feels the need to needle them? That's what he does. He thinks everything's a game, whether it's the documents, whether it's the election stuff, whether it's trying to strong arm people. He thinks he's playing a fucking game because Donald Trump is a rich, fucking, privileged prick and he but feels that's what he can play these games but you know it. what it's not a game and because it's not a game he's gonna go to jail period maybe, yeah maybe, maybe but i don't think that what no, you're not going maybe. to see is a good Definitely. thing right because what you're seeing is the persistent weaponization of law right oh, and, it's, and, and it will jesus set right, technically this guy is not jesus christ on the cross i'm so tired of this shit he's not a fucking martyr that's what he's trying to make his cult believe, so they keep giving him their hard-earned money that they don't have to keep his fat old ass out of jail. He is not a martyr. He's not Jesus Christ on the cross. He's not dying for our electoral sins. Give it a fucking break. John thinks Assange is a scumbag. That's John's comment. I don't know what that means. Don't know why he believes that. This is called call in. You can call in and use your fucking voice, John. You worried I'm going to yell at you? Look, I have no strong feelings about Julian Assange. I'm not into Assange the way Bill and Gator are and some other people. I have had problems with the way they've treated him over the last several years. Um, I've, I've had problems with the legal aspects of it, but I'm not like a strong, you know, Assange guy. I'm not. But people tell me he should be pardoned. People tell me he should be pardoned. I don't know. I guess so. Snowden, too. Whistleblowers, truth tellers, tell truths the government don't like. These people are persecuted. Hey, look, <laughs> it's not a stretch. Obviously, obviously, but this whole idea, um, that, well, this is what we'll find out, Jenny, this is what we'll find out. This is a good point. Thank you. I want to bring this up. We will find out. Once again, my prediction is here it is August. We're in the 15th. Now this, the show's August 14th is that Trump's not going to make it to January. He might die. This would be natural causes. Of course, he looks horrible. There's a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. Let's put ourselves in that situation. 76, 77 years old, well overweight, maybe blood pressure problems, maybe diabetes problems, not in the greatest of shape. (laughs) Day after day with this stuff, this is not a game. Once again, I'm trying to tell people, this is not a fucking game. We can talk about it. We can laugh about it. We can argue over it. I can certainly scream about it. It's not a game. And I think it's taking its toll on him. And people on the ground in Iowa say it looked like 
it was taking its toll on him. So he might not make it to January either because of that or because of other reasons. As far as the election goes, he might drop out. His lawyers might finally get some sense into him. But let's say he doesn't. Let's say we go into mid-January in the voting uh, process. We will see if the Republican Party is owned by the Trump cult or if it's 20 percent. Or if uh, people start to get deprogrammed and wake up. Look, we already see polls that say half, as odd as this may sound. Uh, but, but, you know, it could be what Bill was saying, a innocent until proven guilty. And he's my guy until he's proven guilty. And they'll believe what the juries do. But half of his voters say they won't vote for him if he gets any convictions. So we don't know. They want to do the trial on January 2nd. It's two weeks before the voting starts. You know, it's all... Look, all of this is so ridiculous. The guy can't win a general election. But, but, let's say he makes it through the primary process. No convictions yet. The political, pro- the, the legal process is going on. We'll see what the Republican Party is made of. The people who vote in the primaries anyway. We'll see if the Republican Party is owned by Trump. And if they are, they're no better than Democrats. They get what they deserve. Or we'll see if the Republican Party if the Trump cult is just a very strong, loud minority of the Republican voters. I believe that'll be the case. I believe that will be the case. I'll say this again. I'll say it on August 14th. Ron DeSantis will easily win the Republican primary. and will easily defeat any Democrat he goes up against next November. And that's what I believe. But, you know, the voting has to happen. The voting doesn't start in five more months, right? Next week is the uh, first uh, debate, and we'll have coverage of that on this show. All right. Does anyone else want to call in and talk about – oh, Karthik. Karthik is is there. Karthik. You want to talk, Karthik? I I guarantee you Karthik will not be talking about this. He's going to ask me what I think about some movie, right? Hey, Karthik. Long time no speak. Where, where have you been? Uh, well, you have a new photo. Clearly, I've been photo. gone too long because uh, I last time I was here, you had like two people, including me, uh, and now you have like twelve million or twelve. No, no, so. I'm going to be honest. Last week was terrible. I had nobody on Friday. I had like I think Bill wasn't even here on Friday. It was just me. Uh, you know, I haven't. We haven't talked in a month, man. So it's good to hear you, but. Uh, I feel so bad for you because you sound so stressed. Why are you getting mad at Gator? You know, there is a reason. What's up, uh, Danny and Dickie? What happened? No, no, I was just saying hi to two people I know here. That's all. Is that a new photo? Let me see. I'm trying to get make it bigger. Yes, it's a new photo. Well, don't okay, – so, 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 so the left side is my real picture, my real oh. face, I mean. And then the, the uh, second half is an AI filter I found. Oh. oh okay. You like it? So AI felt it changes your face. It makes you look different. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's kind of like a, uh, a cartoon version of my face on the right side, but the, but the left side is is the real me. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, no, yeah, it looks pretty good. I like it. Yeah, Mike, why are you so stressed? You know, I come in to see you a month uh, a month later, and you sound so stressed with Gator Man. Who cares? Well, I'm don't, not stressed. Don't don't worry about it. This is fun to me. I'm not stressed. I know. Well, this so, is I just, so I'm I just, sure we disagree about this, but I think there's zero percent chance that Trump's going to jail. But I'm guessing we disagree. Obviously, we disagree. Yeah, he won't go to jail if Ron DeSantis pardons him. If he hasn't 
gone to jail yet by then, which is very possible. This legal process takes forever. He could very well like not be guilty yet or be in the appeals process. But if a, a Democrat becomes president, he's absolutely going to jail. No doubt about it. Nah, nah, that, well, that's where we disagree. Because okay. uh, the uh, so re- why? Re- let me let me ask you a question. Yeah, what's up? Let me ask you a question. Why won't he go to jail? Well, it's because the uh, the establishment, you know, the uh, ruling class, they they always protect themselves. That doesn't it's make that does, that doesn't tell me. No, 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 no. Okay, we fought on a television. Does it uh, breaking news? Donald Trump not going to jail. Why? The reason is not going to be the uh, ruling class protected him. There's got to be like real reasons that they can have to give to people. Well, that 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 is a real reason. They it's always do because if they wanted to go after you know corruption or ever you know pr- pretty much every president would be well. Have you ever heard of there's always a first and maybe Donald Trump's the kind of guy that makes people want to make him the first. Sure, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, uh, mi- mi- miracles can happen, you know, uh, but I'm just telling you, I I think there's a much. So wait a minute, you're saying. But you have to give me the details here. There's got to be real detail. They got to at least make it look well, good. I just said, so, you know, the establishment always protects their own, you know. But no, but how's it? Gonna... What I'm saying is, so the, and another reason why I think it's he's not going to do because it would set a horrible president. A, sorry, a horrible precedent. <laughs> yeah, he is a horrible president. I agree. We obviously, well, 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 we definitely agree on that. You know, you know me, yeah. man. I, I, I'm no fan of the uh, duopoly. Right, um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look. <laughs> If this goes to trial, there's no way juries in D.C. and New York and Atlanta are going to find him innocent of all charges. It's not going to happen. And well, most you know, most of these charges, if he's convicted on a tenth of them, would have enough time to put him in jail for the rest of his life. So, lawyers have have a million tricks to you know protect or, or not protect who they want. Um, but I'm t- so what I meant to say was is it sets a horrible precedent. That you know a uh, you know like a big shot politician could go to jail, um, so that 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 that's why I believe that. He's no, but to- many will te- many will say it it, it it sets a terrible precedent to to show that people are above the law, and this is a very very public case now. The whole Dude, world. Have you not been paying attention? Like pretty pretty much like like every rich person in America. No, 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 no. But there's never been the president of the United States. First of all. Right away, this sets a precedent. There may have been, you may have said this a while back, or there may have been people saying this a while back, that they would never even indict Trump on anything. See, no, even what I said, what I specifically said was, it, it, it doesn't matter whether, sure, he, he can be indicted, he, he can be indicted on, on a million charges. But the president, I said it doesn't matter because he ain't going to jail anytime soon. I know, but a president's never been indicted before either until now. Yes, so that, 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 yes, obviously, I agree. It's the first time, but yeah. I just don't believe he's going to jail. But you know what, Mike? Okay, let's say he goes to jail. I'll apologize and say I was wrong. I'll, I'll come here on your show, you know. I'll say, hey, you know, Mike, you were right. I was wrong. Yeah, well, there are, well, there are several. I think I've documented on this show several ways he might not go to jail. All right, One is a some kind of a plea bargain, but but I don't know what they would accept. As a plea bargain, that would yeah. Well, my my two reasons for believing is he won't go to jail is you know the establishment always protects their own, and then number two reason is it sets a horrible precedent that a president or you know or or some other very powerful person could go to jail. The establishment, why I don't believe uh, the establishment doesn't much like him or think of him 
as one of their own. I mean, you've sure, seen sure. That. Obviously, you know, uh, most of the politicians are big fans of him. Yeah, we agree on that. Yeah. But still, it just sets a really bad precedent, you know? I don't think so. I think it sets a good precedent. Like, you know, like, uh, uh, like, like there's, there's, there's many people, you know, in po- Congress that don't like Rand Paul or even Ron Paul as well. They probably yeah. just like uh, Ron Paul more than Rand Paul. But anyway, but still, like, I wouldn't, I can't imagine Ron but Paul. You, but you don't think it sets a, a bad precedent if he goes to jail? No, 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 no. What, what, what I'm saying is from, 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 the, uh, uh, for, from the point of view of the DOJ, you know, and the politicians yeah. and, and the yeah. donor class, yeah. it sets a horrible precedent. That some, you know, that uh, one one of their kind could go to jail, which is why I, I don't believe he's going to prison anytime soon. Yeah, the, the, here's a problem I have. With a lot of people on sure. this and the people who call my show is that it, you all have very similar worldviews. That everything's fucked up, nothing's fair, it's all rigged. The world is rigged, blah blah blah. But it's very hard for a lot of people to apply that to any one particular case, like this case. In other words. It's all rigged. It's all bad. I don't trust anything. So all these charges are bullshit, and that's it. It's not a real defense. I mean, you can have a certain worldview. Oh, I, I'm not defending him. Like, I'm just no, but I'm saying but I wish people you, would be able you know, to apply that specific worldview to each case very specifically instead of just saying, I don't believe any of this stuff because everything's bullshit, right? Because they don't uh, indict the people they should indict. They go after people they want to. It's all rigged. The election process is rigged. The GOJ is rigged. Therefore, this is all bullshit. And most of these people haven't read one of these indictments in full. Mike, if if, if the uh, system worked the way it's supposed to be, you know, like the uh, DOJ, then uh, uh, Blank Fine, you know, the uh, CEO of Goldman Sachs for many years, would have gone to jail a long time ago. Yeah. Like I said, though. If some, if three other people who are very powerful kill people, uh, sometimes they might, <laughs> and they don't go to jail. Well, if kill I kill people someone, all the time, I, if I know? kill somebody and I'm not a big shot and they put me in jail, I can't say, "Oh, those big shots weren't convicted." Oh yeah, no, no, it, it's, it's I shouldn't like, be. I shouldn't be convicted. But it's true, you know. The thing is, what I love about our country, you know, what I love about America, is that you know, if you kill ten people in a mall, you're a mass shooter. Or in a school, let's mm-hmm. say, or a movie theater. But if yeah. you kill ten thousand people, that makes you a president. <laughs> that a joke? <laughs> well, I it, 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 I it could be interpreted as a joke, I guess, but it's true. I don't know if that's funny or not. But I guess it's funny because it's true. Oh well, we laugh. Comedy. We laugh so we don't cry. Is that the idea? Well, you know me, man. I, I always try to m- make you laugh when I talk to you. You, you know. I know. I, you, you do. Have you seen Oppenheimer yet? Yeah, I saw it uh, opening day. Did you get to see it on IMAX 70 millimeter? I did, yes. <gasps> oh, okay. So I saw it in, on a regular, because I couldn't get into the IMAX, I got I, a regular 70 millimeter screen. But what I'm doing next week, because I can finally get in, they've all been selling out, is I'm going to see it on the IMAX. It's got to be incredible. Uh, in your favorite city, San Francisco? Yeah, we have one of... Where do you see it in San Diego? Uh, I, Like I said, I cannot confirm. Oh, nor deny. oh, my God. You're fucking... You're the Dick Cheney of Colin. You can't get... Under- oh, dude, Cheney. don't compare me to Dick Cheney. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But I've heard that San Francisco is actually one of only 30 cities in the world 
that has the IMAX 70 millimeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot what the number is. Like, I, I think in America it's like 12 or whatever, 11. Yeah, but yeah. There's like a couple in the world that have like, have like a exactly a 70 mm millimeter yeah. screen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to see it again. Yeah, like the uh, the uh, IMAX I saw it. I think it's like sixty four, sixty five. So it's you know it's close, but not exact. That's good enough. That screen is huge. It's like how many how many yeah. how many how many like levels? That's like um, it seems to go up like maybe five or six stories. That screen. It's really big. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and then of course I want to see Barbie again. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, did you like Barbie? Yeah, you know, I I like Barbie. I I have to admit, I agree with Bill Maher in a way on some of the political statements, but I did, but I still thought it was fun. I didn't think the political stuff really like weighed it. I I don't know what uh, uh, Bill Maher said because I don't watch Bill Maher, but um, I thought the uh, the uh, uh, lighter moments, you know, like the uh, funnier parts, worked. But I thought some of the uh, serious moments were really dumb. And I'll give you a reason why. Because I'm, I'm sure you remember there's a scene within, in the corporate boardroom of Mattel. And then Barbie <laughs> says, there's no female CEOs. I, I'm guessing you know what scene I'm talking about. Yes. Well, very few people know that. Okay, first of all, this movie was made by Warner Brothers. And mm-hmm. Warner Brothers has a female CEO. That was Bill so, Maher's so, problem. That the film is oh, like... Okay, well, you know, but it's well, true. Well, it's all, but the, the film, it's like the film is... It's like making a political statement from 60 years ago that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, no, yeah. The uh, serious moments aren't even true. It's, it, it's not that, that I disagree or agree. It's just not factually not true. Yeah, um, that's what Bill Maher exactly was saying, that these are lies that people believe are true. But aren't well, yes, yeah, some, some of the things are actually incorrect. The, yeah. You can call them lies or whatever you want. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the feminism aspect in the movie, it's very surface level. It's, it, it's, it's pretty much how like a uh, 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 Hillary Clinton supporter would view feminism it's that shallow <laughs> well come on it's made by the hollywood left what do you expect they're all hillary clinton supporters but look but look at the like the production design and the, i thought she was great i thought that you know that, that the gosling was fantastic. yeah yeah margaret robbie's great you know the musical number a little like, too fun. pink for me yeah. like yeah you know. I, I prefer uh, dark colors, uh, like blacks and dark blues and stuff. But you know, it was good. Like, but like I said, I, I did like the uh, fu- fu- funny moments. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's kind of weird because if you think about it, uh, Barbie Land is actually like a total like, like a, a apartheid state because because all the powers in the women and the men are pretty much slaves almost to the women. Like yeah, they're yeah, just yeah, in right. service of the women. Right. Yeah, the so, men are. Well, so, it so it's Barbie, like a right? uh, very like, like a, a anti woke land. Well, but it's it's Barbie. It's called Barbie, right? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. No, I, I I was just viewing it from a, a from a political landscape because because some dumbasses are acting like this is a feminist masterpiece. I'm like, God, you people are so shallow. No, but also, don't you find in the movie the the the, the female characters are just as confused as the male characters as to what their places in the world, right? I mean, it's not like just one way. It's oh like yeah, women, yeah. It's like the women are all you know very sure of themselves and the men are a mess i mean they're all kind of trying to i like that idea of you know individuality yeah, well, and not... it's a toy, obviously um but i thought what was interesting is that obviously this is very much uh margot robbie's movie but it's also like uh, america Ferrera's movie too at the same time okay okay so there's the scene which is very political right where america Ferrera 
rants about all the things that women have to go through that men don't. Mm -hmm. And that could be seen as very, obviously, as very political. You can agree with it or not. But she delivers it in a way that makes you kind of believe it, right? I mean, I thought that scene was really good because she says it. She sells, yeah, yeah. Like I, the yeah, I, I think she's actually even if some of it, you know. Yeah. So, you know, but I, but overall, I thought it was a fun movie. I, I didn't, I didn't come yeah, out of it I, feeling I like I was, you know, I. I yeah, like I said, I just think it's okay. Like, I'm guessing, you know, and, but I'm happy you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, before we go, uh, are you excited for the GOP debate next week? I am. So I will definitely have a debate wrap-up next week. We'll we'll watch it um, separately. I'm not going to watch it together with you. So we'll watch well, it. What day is it? Is it Tuesday? Wednesday? Wednesday, I believe. Next Wednesday. Is it Wednesday okay, or Thursday? And, uh, I think it's next Wednesday. Okay, yeah. Mike. Well, I'm happy you missed me, and uh, I'm going to go. But I'm telling you, man, you know, there's no need to get into such heated fights with Gator or John or whoever, you know? Just, oh, come just, on. Just relax. No, 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 no. It's entertaining. It gets good ratings, I've been told. I know. Okay. <laughs> Karthik, thanks, man. I know. I know the uh, name of the game. And don't be a stranger. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I'll be back. The uh, latest I'll be back is the debate. You know, on debate night, I'll call in for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. All right. Take it easy. Well, the Republican debate is August 23rd. Is that next? When is that? What is it? Next Wednesday, right? Next Wednesday. Yes, next Wednesday. So Wednesday, August uh, August 23rd. So I'll make sure there's a good show after. We'll come on after and we'll watch it and we'll... Uh, it looks like it's going to be Vivek... Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, everyone except Trump. All the major players except Trump is what it looks like. Because Trump won't sign the... I don't get it. If you're, if you're going to win the primary easily, why not just do the pro forma thing and sign the pledge? Pledge that you'll support the winner when you know you're going to be the winner anyway. They've all been kissing his ass for not signing the pledge and not taking place in the debate, yet they always... You know, they always bullshit how Biden should be doing debates and he should be and Hillary should be doing debates and 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 Biden should be debating RFK Jr. But, of course, their king doesn't have to debate. And now he's going to do a total reversal in the days before the debate. And all he'll say is. Oh, I'm not going to let them badmouth me. I got to be there. I got to be there. I'm not going to let them badmouth me. So you got to sign this stupid Pledge, I'll sign the stupid pledge. And of course, his cult will go, whatever you say, Jesus, whatever you say, Jesus, whatever you say. Oh, God. All right. Well, this was a good show. Um, there are people who I haven't seen before. Uh, Dickie, John, Danny, a few others. Um, there won't be a show tomorrow, Tuesday. I'm off tomorrow, but I'm back Wednesday. Be here Wednesday. Be here Thursday. Be here Friday. Um, so I'll be back with you Wednesday night. Uh, the name of the show is And Let's Be Heard. And it airs weeknights, 11 p.m. Pacific. So until next time, this is Micah Chopoli reminding you that your influence counts. Use it.